Welcome back, you filthy animals. It's popular apocrypha. Whoa, rude? No. No. I Topical. Bathe. Topical. <laughs> okay. I have bathed once. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the bathe. Uh, I once took a shower. <laughs> if it's your first... For once forced, I stood out in the rain and looked up. If it's up. your forced time <laughs> joining us, then uh, hi. We're a podcast about how fictional characters always have issues, and we're the workshop specialists who are going to take care of those issues, uh, providing a less than comprehensive makeover of characteristics, personality, background, context, etc. Um, before we jump into today's fictional character that we will be revising, as usual, let's play a little game called Password. <gasps> it's a game. It, it, yep. It's a password. It's a password game. It's a pass password game word. Game. It's a game pass. Million dollar pyramid. It's pass on word. Pass, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I don't pay for Microsoft Office. What's at stake? What? So I passed on word. I use Google Docs. <laughs> Loser. No. It's accessible from any location. Your Nicholas. mom's accessible from any location. Not sponsored. That's rude. Boom. Pound it. I'm not going to give you a fist bump. My mom is a nice lady. Yeah, That's she's, a, she's a wonderful woman. My she's wife still hard. wants to be your mom's best friend. Like, that's it. a regular I'm thing. I'm not giving you a fist bump for insulting my mom. Tyler, pound so, it. if you've never played Password before, how it works is I'm going to give either Riley or Nick. Oh, sorry. I didn't even introduce you guys. We've got Riley over here. Whoa, hey, it's me. And we've also got Nick over here. He's Whoa, hey, it's me. No, shh. <laughs> and I'm Tyler. I'm your host for this episode. Whoa, hey, it's Tyler. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, so, again. Someday my jokes will be funny. Yo, hey. It, yeah, well, maybe. Um, yo, hey, I'm funny. Just saying something doesn't make it so. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey, I'm rich. Are oh, you right? Darn. Oh, um, shoot. Darn. <laughs> if you've never played Password, how it works is I'm going to give either Riley or Nick a word, yeah, a password, as shown to them on my phone. Uh, Riley or Nick, the person that I, I showed the password to, must then give one word clues as to what that hidden word is okay. to the other individual. Okay. Only one word clues. Okay. The other person can then make a guess for what that password is. Okay. Stop. What are you going to do about it? Leave. Oh, don't do that. Okay. I need some. <laughs> I need somebody here who will laugh at my jokes. We all know Tyler won't. I will give you four chances to <laughs> guess the password. <laughs> if you get four of the six passwords correct, then I don't know. What do you want? Do you want to kiss do on I, the neck? Do I actually <gasps> get to pick? Will you kiss well, me? Well, I, kiss I, I will mouth? either approve Oops, or sorry. disapprove kiss on the, mouth? the selection. You want to kiss on the mouth if you get... on the mouth into the microphone. In, wait, what? I want to kiss on How the mouth. How does that work? And so we're going to be right next to the microphone, and you'll kiss me on the mouth. Okay. If that's really what you want, I mean. That's what I want. Okay. What do you it's want? That's what Riley? I want. If you get four out of these, the six words correct. I want you to tell me what you like most about me. Okay. I kind of expected you to ask me to, like, tell. Uh, rather than that, I <clears> would <throat> have expected you to ask me to tell you the thing that I like least about you, just because I know how much you self-deprecate. And I know that you stress about things. I'm pretty sure you've told me what you like least about me. It's your hair. Yeah, me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Tyler, then? I don't but It's remember, not in hair. Honestly. I haven't really thought about it. I think it was my anxiety. Or my my need to be accepted. Yeah, probably that. That you dislike most about you or that Tyler dislikes Tyler most Tyler dislikes most about me. Is the fact that you need to be accepted. I desire to be accepted. Huh, in good. that I worry about what people think of me, exactly. but not in the sense that I'm self-conscious about my looks, in the sense that I'm self-conscious about every interaction I have with an individual ever. I'm just self-conscious about my it's body. really, I don't like the effects that that has on other people with you, like the the relationship with you, because you're cool and you deserve good relationships. But Aww. hashtag deep. Wow, that was oh, fast. Thanks. Um, Gross. So who would like to begin? I'll begin. With 
guessing uh, or with giving clues. giving clues. Okay. So we've got to win this. <laughs> Nick, I don't want to watch you kiss Tyler. I don't, you don't have to watch. You can look away. I don't want to hear it either. I'm hooked up to the mics. I can hear everything. Then shut your ears off. <laughs> yep. I mean, can't okay. can't anyone do that? Like I haven't I haven't had any action in like six months. See, I'm just gonna. It's been more than that, actually. Okay. Thanks. You're guessing the See, word I, now. What did you say? Sorry, I turned my ears off. Can we play the game? See, the secret word is. <laughs> I already saw this word. Did you actually? Yes, because you went like this with your phone. I went like this. No, well, while you were turning your ears off, you went like this with you your phone. You saw this word? Yes. So I tell assumed, me what the word is. I assumed it was peril. Shunt. The Shaga. secret Sheet. word is. <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? Have fun. The, <laughs> I, I, I sense an inherent problem in no, this that's, game. That, that word, that I chose is. that word earlier. That's not a word that I just selected now. Tyler is actually trying to okay. hurt our heads. Are you ready? Yep, hit me. Gland. Pituitary? Product. Mucus. I'm surprised pituitary wasn't it. Like, I would have sworn that that, that was going to be it. Action. Creation. Don't nose m- noise at me. All right, this is your final final one word clue. I'm doing my best here. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> There's only so much I can do. Yep. What was my third word? I just forgot it. What third word did I give you? Action. Action. Creating. And this is your final guess. I can't draw a line between all those words. I mean, again, and again, it's always easier when you know what the word is, but Riley is giving you very good clues. And very good. The answer to this password is mitochondria. <laughs> it's the powerhouse of the cell. Yes, say. <laughs> that is incorrect. No. The secret word was secretion. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You you said like create. I was like, yes, <laughs> you're so close. Secrete, create. Eh. The Secretion. next secret word, Nick. Are, are you ready? Yeah, I guess are you so. ready? I guess yeah. Oh my my phone turned off. The secret word is dog, poodle, unit, canine. Ding okay. ding ding ding. We have a Whoa. winner. Okay. Congratulations. But you said unit. My brain went to absolute, and I thought of like <laughs> <laughs> like what. <laughs> What breed of dog is an absolute, absolute unit? <laughs> it's well, I'm glad I. I Next would have been like thought. police and then major. It's a good clue. You're good at that. Thanks, Daddy. Stop. You said you didn't want me to call Tyler, Daddy. I don't want you to call me, Daddy. Riley, are you ready for the next password? Yes, Daddy. The next <laughs> password is. Okay. Um, Aretha. Franklin. Song. Soul. Famous. Singer. This is your final clue. You're already on your final clue. You gotta think outside the box. You gotta think way outside the box. That's the word, isn't it? I just need you to give me one one. That. Respect. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. I I'll allow it. <laughs> It was kind of cheating, but I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, but we start did singing it the song. Time. That <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> we got it, Daddy. Stop. 
That was just toward the audience. Don't call them daddy either. They might like it. Fair. No kink shaming. King shaming is my king. <laughs> That's a weird video. Nick, Look, no king shaming. F***ing weird. Nick, no king shaming. Are you ready for your next password? I am. Let's do this. The secret word is. Can Can you read that? Yeah. Okay. Duo. Dynamic. That is correct. Whoa. I got you, big guy. Yeah, you do. Don't even... You need one more to win. <gasps> and I get a kiss on the lips in the microphone. <gasps> I'm going to intentionally lose. <laughs> I'm happy to so mad in point zero two seconds. I need this. No, you don't. I need this. No, you need it. Like I need to be called daddy. You do need that. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Absolutely not. You need that. Yes. The secret word is. Let's do this. Got to give a clue. IMAX. Theater. Screen. Projector. Wide. Resolution. Final clue. Got to give that final clue, my dude. iPhone. I'm not intentionally trying to lose. I really am. I'm not. It's a hard word. I already said resolution. Yep. Format? Uh, the secret word was panoramic. Oh. So this is, it comes down to this. If you get this word. I get a kiss. Then you win. Uh, the secret word is. Oh my god. Steel. Carbon. Excuse me. Vagina. Hold on. Wait. Is it? <laughs> is it? S T E A. Oh, like take <laughs> like something. A, hmm? well, that makes it completely different. Vagina. <laughs> Sound like you said vagina. Vagina. <laughs> Mangina. Virginity. <laughs> Steel and vagina. He said virginity. I mean, I mean, I take. He already said virginity, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to send a message. But that's kind of what the whole game's about, Nick. We understand Stop. that's what you're trying to do. Steal, vagina, and take. Mm-hmm. Gotta give a guess. Uh, what? Uh, no. Final clue. Final clue. Grab. Final guess. Trump? <laughs> I didn't Sur- say p- <laughs> Su- Surprisingly, I did not go the political route. Uh, no, the secret word was snatch. Oh. <laughs> and so for, for all of these words, I used a random generator for words to get these. And and just uh, like a, it, it random generated a set of words. And I just cherry picked what I liked. I was so close. And... <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to use that one because I knew this was the route that it was going to (laughs) go. I tried. Yeah, I know. I I don't know how how to better. No, it's. No, you you all did great with your clues and your guesses. It was a very, you you guys did great. You did, you got, you got half of them correct. You You got three out of six. Thanks, dad. Can you still tell me what you like most about me? Um, we'll save it for the post show. Okay. Speaking of post shows, you know where you can listen to those? Where can you listen to those, Riley? 
I don't know, probably online somewhere. Yeah, it's on a website yeah. called uh, what's it called? It's called a uh, Paterian. Paterian. Pituitary. Dot com. Paternity. Dot com. No, I've been there. All right. It's Patreon, guys. Patreon. That's what it is. Patreon.com slash pop a pop slash paternity. Nope. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. If that's a thing, though, that'd be really funny. Ew. So um, we also, uh, not only are we sending or selling different subscriptions to our podcast where you can get different tiers of rewards, like different podcasts, supplementary material, so or even joining, uh, joining us on a podcast, I'm also selling my tasteful no, nudes. You're no, you're not. My tasteful well, nudes. Let me clarify. Not yet. If that's something that the people want, we can deliver. At $250 a month, you will receive <laughs> a weekly tasteful nude from Chaboy. Just one? Weekly. Weekly? Weekly. To clarify. They're, they're giving us $250 a month. They can have my dick all they want. Well, that's to, not tasteful. To clarify, a, ta- will be. No, a tasteful no. nude does not include visible genitalia. That's not what a tasteful no. nude is. At $251 a month, I'll just send you my penis. <laughs> just in a box. Chopped off. Just in a box. Leon Greyjoy, whatever his name is over here, hey, just chopping, chopping off other Leon people's... Greyjoy has his penis. I don't stop, even think stop. that was the right spoiler, name. Spoiler, spoiler. It's I not, don't even think that was the right name. Sounds... It's not even you're, the right you're, person. You're, so you're thinking of a eunuch, which doesn't have their balls, and there are multiple eunuchs. I'm just saying the wrong name, and I know that. Littlefinger. And Riley's getting caught up in it, and you're intentionally disseminating more false information, which is beautiful, <laughs> and I appreciate that, Nick. But we're not going to actually talk about that. We're gonna just going to say how much we appreciate you. And if you want to appreciate us, go to patreon.com slash popapoc. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C. Patreon.com slash popapoc. I'm a goblin. <laughs> but now, now that we've talked about... So yeah, thanks for checking out our Patreon page. Um, and with that, let's jump into talking about today's character. He's uh, many people's uh, favorite Christmas character. He's an entitled little head. He's a brat and Whoa. a selfish younger brother. Charlie Brown. He devalues his parents and gives little regard for how his actions will likely bring on years of self-inflicted trauma and legal disputes. He's Kevin McAllister <gasps> from Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Have Culkin. you seen him recently? Yeah. Yeah. He's very attractive. Mm, I don't know if I got okay. that far. No, he's not actually. No, sorry. I mean... Th- I said he's that not not in reference to recently, he looks more attractive. Accurate. Also, um, you know, just because, why not? Uh, shout out to Macaulay Culkin and the Bunny Ears website and podcast. You can find him also on podcast things. But we're selfish, so you should really just go listen to previous episodes of us. Um, <laughs> um, if we're going to shout him out, we should cut out the part where I say he was on drugs. <laughs> Let's just say he's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, Macaulay Culkin, so Macaulay Culkin played the uh, the character Kevin McAllister in the hit films Kevin. Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. We first meet him in Home Alone after getting into a fight with his older brother. Kevin is then sent to his room where, uh, uh, by, by his mother where he childishly wishes that his family would disappear. The next morning, as the family pre- prepares to leave for their Christmas trip, Kevin was still sleeping. His cousin mistakes Kevin's neighbor for Kevin, thinking that all is accounted for. Dude, who freaking... Sorry. Who forgets their kid? Twice. Isn't it like <laughs> over multiple movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They forget his... What? That Well, that's the whole premise. In, in the first one, they forget him. In the second one, they forget him again. In the third well, one, it's a different kid, and he stays home because yeah. he's sick. In, in the, the fourth, fourth one, one, it's another kid. It's a, it's it's a, a third a child. Third kid. In Home Alone 2, it's, it's Kevin, Kevin loses one. himself. Yeah, he, run, uh, he runs away. I'll talk about that. Okay, so, 
Uh, so after the, uh, the the family's leaving, thinking that all is accounted for, the family in a rush hurries off to the airport, not realizing that Kevin wasn't with them. Later, Kevin wakes up to find that his family was gone, which makes him think that his wish came true, which makes him happy. Being alone, he treats himself to more, you know, more adult PG-13 style movies and loads of ice cream and other goodies. Uh, however, two bandits named Harry and Marv, um, otherwise known as the Wet Bandits or the Sticky Bandits, uh, start robbing houses in Kevin's neighborhood and plan to rob Kevin's house too. What are they called? Um, uh, they're they're and from what I gather, the Wet Bandits, the Wet Bandits in yep. Home Alone, and the Sticky Bandits in Home Alone too. I don't understand why. I haven't actually seen the original Home Alone film. I've only seen the second one. What? The one with Donald Trump. The one with Donald Trump, which we'll talk about. I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm the guessing we'll not talk as good. about. I don't know. Um, it's, it's not. So. Harry, Marv, they're robbing the they're, they're robbing your neighborhood, you know. Howdy, kid. Howdy, wife. Um, I had your husband called there. And your child that you left behind. Grabbing yeah, everybody him too. out here. Um, and th- so they're planning to rob Kevin's house too, but uh, he manages to scare them off multiple times, usually by like giving indication that there's actually like adults home and stuff. Uh, when they discover that he's just a child, they plan to come back and rob his house on Christmas Eve. Before they come, Kevin goes to see Santa Claus, to whom he confesses that he really just wants his family back instead of any. Um, instead of any gifts that year. He also has a conversation with his neighbor about their respective family issues, including uh, convincing the uh, neighbor to um, reconnect with his estranged son, uh, which uh, apparently that conversation encourages Kevin to face off against Terry and Marv somehow, setting up booby traps for them. Um, while the cops are on their way, uh, after Harry and Marv begin their assault on the house, uh, Kevin runs them around the house, uh, but they eventually catch him, but his neighbor shows up at the last moment and saves him. On Christmas morning, his neighbor, uh, his neighbor, his family returns, and after a heartfelt reunion, his older brother finds out that something happened to his room during the escapades of the night before. And that's the end of that film. In the sequel, Lost in New York, the McAllisters are going, are planning on going to Florida for Christmas. Kevin, his perception of Florida was that it was contradictory to Christmas because he thought that, among other things, there were no Christmas trees and other Christmassy things in Florida. After his brother causes Kevin to ruin the school Christmas pageant and his frustration with being, you know, forced to go to Florida, Kevin once again wishes that he was alone for Christmas. The next morning, in the confusion and rush to reach the airport on time, Kevin boards a flight bound for New York City, carrying his dad's bag with his dad's wallet, credit cards, and a large amount of cash. In New York, Kevin tours the city and did, convinces... Did, did Kevin receive a small loan of a million dollars? You're referencing something and I don't know what. Really? You don't know, you know what I'm referencing? It, it's not coming to mind. It's vaguely familiar. Interesting. It's fine. Is it the Kevin apprentice? just meets this guy in New York. What are you doing? Trump. Yeah. Is that an apprentice reference? No, he in an interview he said he got a he received a small oh, loan of a million that dollars. That does ring a bell now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or sure. it was like a thousand. Maybe, it's probably a million. Maybe a that's million. what we'll do. Maybe Donald Trump will be like the secondary character in, in for in all of Kevin's life. We'll figure that out in a minute. A small loan of a million dollars. Why are you from Boston? Boston. In New York City, Kevin tours around and convinces the staff at the Plaza Hotel to give him a room using his dad's credit card. On Christmas Eve, Kevin uh, is in a limousine and visits a toy store where he meets its uh, philanthropic owner, Mr. Duncan. Kevin learns that the proceeds from the store's Christmas sales would be donated to a children's hospital. Suddenly, uh, Kevin happens to run into, once again, Marvin Harry, um, and he retreats to the hotel where the hotel's concierge confronts Kevin about the credit card, which had been reported stolen. Kevin flees the hotel, but is captured by Harry and Marv. Marv takes Kevin's uh, return plane ticket and rips it up so that Kevin couldn't get back home or to Miami to be with his family. The duo discuss plans for robbing the toy store that night, but not before Kevin escapes, having recorded the entire conversation without the two noticing. 
After making friends with a homeless pigeon lady, Kevin goes to an old townhouse under renovation owned by his uncle and aunt and sets up various traps once again in preparation for facing off against Marvin Harry. He then arrives, uh, Kevin then arrives at the toy store during Harry and Marv's robbery. Kevin throws a brick through the window with a note explaining to Duncan what had happened, setting off the store's alarm, and then leads the pair, uh, the bandits, uh, back to the townhouse and begins springing the traps. When the duo close, close in, closes in on Kevin, he flees the townhouse and calls 911. Harry and Marv are able to catch him, though, and attempt to kill him in Central Park, but the pigeon lady incapacitates the duo by throwing birdseed onto them, which attracts the birds and causes them to swarm the bandits. Then Kevin sets off fireworks that he had bought earlier to signal the police. Um, then at the world's largest Christmas tree, which is right there in Central Park, Kevin wishes to see his mother again, who arrives just in time, of course, and she and Kevin reconcile as the two head back to the hotel. On Christmas morning at the Plaza Hotel, Kevin and his older brother reconcile, and his older brother allows him to open the first present. At the hotel, his older brother then receives the bill for Kevin's stay, which shows his, uh, which he shows to his dad, which and that bill, you know, that shows that he, Kevin spent almost $1,000 on room service in the couple of days that he was there. At which point, Kevin runs away again, and thus ends the film. Uh, runs away, like, out the door sort of thing. Uh, overall, Kevin is quite the MacGyver type, you know, being able to set up all these elaborate trap systems and uh, predict the movements of the villains. Despite being, you know, mouthy and obnoxious at the beginning of the films, he is relatively known to, you know, he, he has a good heart. He's, he's kind and emotional and deep, deep down and, and, uh, and caring for others, but he's really imaginative and at times self-absorbed and, um, rather, uh, just generally selfish person at other times. So that's Kevin McAllister in as brief of a nutshell as I can manage. I've seen theories online that he's actually the child version of Saw. Like he becomes Jigsaw. That's smart. That's that. That was like an online theory because he's so good at traps and and playing games with people. Um. So Kevin's kind of annoying to me because yeah. he's pretty selfish, at least in the beginning of the films. Right. Um. Again, I've only seen the second one, but he's he he gets like hurt because something happens. Life happens to him, and his brother makes fun of him or makes some something happens, and then uh, he's like, oh, I want my family to go away. They're so annoying, and then they do and it's like oh it's like the spirit of christmas is teaching him a lesson oh now your family's gone now we're gonna send bandits and they're gonna try to like kill you yeah to rob that's kind of messed up yeah it's but a little weird i say that we make it so kevin is an adult so okay home alone is really just a story about this sad adult man that has no family and at christmas is just sad it's now a horror movie oh okay that's different he has to defend himself from people breaking into his house is this isn't the purge nick who know that he's alone on christmas why would anyone care and they decided to take his tv from him so it's a robbery gone wrong yeah and then they kill him so they do end up killing him Mm -hmm. twice what do you got, Riley? <laughs> uh, I thought it was a good idea. Maybe Kevin is actually all just a sim. Elaborate. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? That, that, he, that he's a sim? Yeah, like, like, he's a, like he's a video game character? Fun yeah. fact. 
Kevin appears as a video game character, I think it's from 2002, there's a Home Alone video game made, and he was one of the four playable characters. Four yeah, playable characters. Mm-hmm. Who are the other three? Couldn't tell you. Oh. Can we play Dude, as Trump? I, don't, I only do so much research here. What really? if yeah, Kevin is actually one of the long-lost love children of Donald Trump? Uh, I don't know about that. What if Donald Trump is manipulating every event in Kevin's life? <laughs> I don't know about that either. <laughs> what if Donald Trump... No, let's just move away from Trump. ...doesn't exist? Uh, <laughs> how, about, how about this? What if the parents realize that Kevin's missing and they go back into the house and get him and they take him on vacation? Boom, done. We're done. <laughs> That's the whole thing. He just <laughs> Fix this movie. So Home Alone is just the alone home. It's yeah, alone it's home. A, the it's house a, itself It's an alone. empty house. And then the house gets broken into... And, and the then... house defends itself against uh, uh, the, the wet bandits. It's just an automated robot house that or, attacks people. And it kills the bandits. Kevin I want has, more death. Kevin has premonitions, <laughs> and he just, like, is playing. He just he just thinks that he's playing, right? But really, he's setting up traps in the house, and they end up... Uh, I, I don't know if we really need to kill the well, bandits, because... The fact that then, neither of the bandits die is kind of surprising. Yeah, dude, well, there's bricks dropped on their heads. There's yeah. more than that. They're like, they, he catches one of them on fire. There's, like, sacks was, of cement One of them gets, like, electrocuted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with a live outlet. Harry yeah. gets electrocuted real hard. And yeah. he, and like he burns our hands with like They should be dead. Hot. Wait, no, that's stuff. the joke. Wait. He shoots them and stuff. I got it. With Ooh, the I red just have an idea too. Gun. I have an idea too. You go first. Home alone. Kevin is not actually the protagonist. Okay. Kevin is not the center of the story. Okay. Home alone is actually one of the circles of hell. And the bandits are being tortured by Kevin. Okay, I was going to go... Not... Watch an anime like this recently. <laughs> I was going to go with something kind of similar, but not in hell. It's like still on Earth, except okay. Kevin is actually... Um, let's say that maybe his family doesn't actually exist because Kevin is... It's all is... in his head. No, because <laughs> Kevin is like a an imp, right? Like kind of a, the same sort of thing that you're going with. Does he make this noise? Uh, yes. Reg- <laughs> no, his voice is higher pitch. Can you do it by higher pitch? <laughs> more, more, <laughs> more. That's, you're just, that's, that's the that same one the as exact last time. Same. That's the highest I can go, brother. You, you can't make it low gravity throat noises any higher. Can you? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Not even attempt to. Nick just expects. That's all that he Ooh, does. Wow. Look, I do what I can to keep others' expectations of me low. So that even when I fail, it's expected. So okay. So anyway, so you're an imp. So so I was thinking, and this is my personal hell. <laughs> so I was thinking either an imp or more like maybe more like a, like a Norse version of an imp, kind of like a like a god of mischief sort of thing. Is Loki. he Loki? Oh, but but not. I mean, but not like the m- modern conce- conceptions of Loki, because now Loki is just Tom Hiddleston. Like he just is. Like yeah, he's an attractive that's man. All that people consider Loki to be anymore. Right, an attractive like, man. That's not. If you've read any like books about Norse mythology and stuff, that's not how Loki is portrayed. It, no. He's like he just wants to like terrorize basically humans because it's funny. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. He's like, here to fuck his, shit up. That's his sole motivating force. So I was, that 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 sort of like impish like. Uh, maybe, maybe Norse, maybe something else, a sort of creature or God sort of being is what I was thinking. And l- like you were saying, just there to torment um, 
He, he the actual, him. the actual protagonist. Are you making him like a gremlin, or just a I mean, fey creature? He could still be the protagonist. Like it could be C- like C.S. Lewis's Screw Tape Letters, right? How the protagonist sure. is a demon. Yeah, sure. Uncle Screw Tape. Yeah, Uncle Screw Tape and cousin Wormwood. Yep. Sure. Good luck, little bro. So Kevin is tempt that man before he dies, please. Kevin's actually maybe like one of Loki's children or whatever. Ooh, he's half horse. Sure. I mean, Loki has Loki births a horse, right? Also births like a wolf. I don't know. He probably also births a god, demigod thing. I don't know. I don't know. Norse mythology is crazy, brother. Don't look at me like that, Nick. I'm not looking at you. So his his so Kevin's dad's name is Pete or Peter and his mom's name I think it's like Kathy or something like that. They're also demons. So they don't what exist if, anymore. What if we've removed them from the story? What if Pete is Loki is like like you know actually Loki, but now he's gone. He's, he's gone soft. He's Loki. He's what? gone. He's gone. Yep. He's gone like good. He's like this is like his good side because he met his wife. He met Kathy, but then they had two kids. Buzz who's like an abusive older brother, and Kevin, who's the mischievous MacGyver type. And they're both of them children of Loki, sort of, like literally literally children of Loki. Imagine Fantastic. going nine months with a small human inside of you just what? to when they pop out name them Buzz. <laughs> I think Buzz is short for something. Uh, Nick? Name, uh, what is a name that Buzz would be short for? I don't know. For? What's Buzz Aldrin's first name? Is it just Buzz? If so, that's cool. I think Pretty it is. Sure it's just Buzz. I mean that's cool. Buzz Lightyear's awesome. Bro. I only know cool buzzes. All, yeah, all buzzes I know. Except are for rad. this one. This is how many the only buzzes buzz. do you know? Two. Two. You well, now, personally now three, know two buzzes. Two of three of are good. Two okay. Two out of the three buzzes that I'm aware of are good guys. Really also, good guys. Buzz Aldrin's an angry little man. <laughs> He's amazing. Have you ever watched him punch yes. reporters? I have. Yes. It's a good time. He's amazing. Although it's freaking awesome. Yeah, like I said, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, have you seen his social media stuff? It's awesome. No, it's I, haven't, fire. I haven't seen any of that. It is fire. There's Good one picture stuff, of him. Huh? Like, I think it's him hanging out with Bill Nye. I'm not sure. It, yeah, Nye. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's got like suspenders on. And he's got a t-shirt, and a t-shirt has a big picture of Mars on it. And the like graphic part of it, it says, "Get us the f to Mars" or something like yeah. that. Or uh, yeah, Mars or bust or Mars or f off. I don't know. Something like that. Mm, so Kevin, he cares about space. I know he. Well, yeah, Kevin because he cares about space too because. The gods are fascinated by interplanetary travel. Anyway. Um, yeah, they are Hercules. Yep. Hercules. Yep. I don't even want to try to tie that together. No, um, we're not going to. Nope. That'll be, that'll probably be an appendices episode. Crossover yeah. hey, episode. Appendices. Patreon. Um, Let's get back to Kevin. So Kevin oh. is literally the son of Loki, the Norse god. And he's setting up these traps in advance because, like, I don't know, he, like, knows of Marvin, Harry, and he's, like, it's his job to torment them or something. I don't know. It's his job, or he just takes... It's like his hobby. He like, takes joy in it. Yeah. What's the difference? Well, I've had jobs that I do not take joy in. Fair enough. So, it's it's his it's his favorite dinner time. What? No. He eats off of the... What should have been death. <laughs> he just feeds off of it? Like, every time that Marvin Harry should have died, it's like... I mean, it feeds him. Maybe it's like uh, he... the The entire house itself... The entire house or whatever living place that um, he that Kevin creates, right, okay. is this place of non-death where you could just be tortured. I like that. And tortured and like tortured that. up until death, but never be released by death. That's interesting. So, like, the house is actually made up, 
there's no valuables truly in it because it's all imaginary but to the to the thieves it seems real and it seems like there's value in it right so once they enter the the premises now they're in this created dreamscape whatever that right. kevin it's like a, creates it's illusory it's an yeah. illusion sort of thing which is also why kevin can never be caught or killed well he does get caught well but caught-ish. then he like always like either someone yeah. helps him escape or whatever. i would argue to to the thieves thinking that they caught him and then losing him is another form of torture that's true so i i so, so i i love this and i, I want to add a little bit of depth so he's the son between loki the norse god and a human woman kathy or whatever um so i'm imagining that he's like it's retributive right like these are thieves and therefore he is punishing them torturing them for their bad choices but because there's other people such as the pigeon lady and his neighbor from the first movie that are genuine individuals that just want that just are having troubles in life and are just they're brought been brought down by no fault of their own or or whatever right and then those people probably from his mother's tendencies and upbringing and stuff um he's compassionate toward those individuals and helps them in a number of ways so well, i mean um, it would make sense if he's the son of loki and this human who teaches him you know to be a good person or whatever then you've got loki's chaos seeking tendencies but only like you're saying in targeting people that in his mind deserve it i'd also like uh him to be able to grant small powers to people that he deems worthy of them so he grants the pigeon lady the ability to some basically summon a swarm of pigeons whoa that's a lot of power for a demigod i mean to grant small doses of power summon a small swarm of pigeons no the ability to give other entities godlike powers like that's a lot of power for a demigod. Yep. I mean, they're but tiny hey, powers. But hey, we're though. making our own cannon, and demigods could have this much power if we want. Also, they're like they're tiny powers. Mm, fair enough. They're they're yeah. like really small small things. powers. Like what? What should we give his neighbor? Pigeons. The neighbor has the ability to charismatically reconnect with his son. Oh wow, that's a good superpower. <laughs> I wish my dad. Never mind. You're stealing. Those are my jokes. Joke. <laughs> my jokes. <laughs> stealing his content. Wait. <laughs> Oh, wait, did I did I switch the 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 lines on the script? I think that was Nick's yep, line. Yep, you got a, you got the scripts are upside down. Yeah, that was Nick's line. You read Nick's line. Your script your script back is backwards. <laughs> We're stealing this bit. <laughs> my name's Kevin. No, it's not. Your name is Riley Freebie. Coming to my fun castle. And I would love to come into your fun castle, there, baby. You made that super weird. Nah, I did not. Also, uh, Donald Trump uh, runs into Kevin because um, never mind. <laughs> and then Kevin deems him worthy and gives him the small power of being president of the United States. <laughs> Good night. Um, no, it gives him the power of being incredibly successful at selling steaks. So we've made Kevin really kind of like benevolent in a way. Uh, no. Well, well, we we made him able to give people powers he's chaotic good while he yeah 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 because he who he does retributive justice on is completely determined by him what uh, do you have an issue with him being benevolent in some way i don't think he really is but that if that's your perception well we kind of started down this path of him being a trickster of being a an imp you know 
and then he he turned more into this. I, I, I guess you could say he's not necessarily benevolent, but at the same time, he's he's a lot. Like I, I have a hard time drawing that line in my mind or abolishing that line in my mind between trickster and benevolent. You know, well, like he's, good and also a trickster. He's good to good people, at uh, what he thinks, or at least people that help him. Right, and he's. I mean, arguably, Marv and Harry are super incompetent, and all they really want to do is rob the house, and they're not even really good at that. True. Right? So he's yeah, true. These kind of incompetent people, he has no mercy on. He just almost kills them, should kill them, and is actively, basically causing them enough harm to kill them. But because they're in his, like, castle of whatever, they don't die. He's not super benevolent. That's also what Kevin calls it, uh, the castle of whatever. Yeah, but he says it less offhanded. I got a <laughs> castle of whatever right here for you, baby. The castle of whatever. Hi, I'm Kevin McAllister. Welcome to my castle of whatever. Come on in. Let me show you my crib. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin McAllister. Welcome to my castle of whatever. <laughs> That's the sound the door makes when it opens. Hi, I'm Kevin McAllister, and welcome to my crib. Please, can he, uh, his more human side draws him into creating a MySpace page that's dedicated to him, like, torturing these sorts of people? Uh, I don't like that. A I MySpace page? I don't like page? that at all. No. Well, Nick wanted less benevolent, and I tried to give him a little darker side, and now Riley doesn't like it, so... I want him to kill everybody he meets. No, Nick, I want this to be. That's that's uh, that's also a boring episode character. Yet, killing everyone you meet doesn't make yeah. you dark. It just makes you boring and predictable. I disagree. Chaotic evil characters are kind of they're predictable. Yeah. You know what they're gonna do? Oh, they're gonna try to kill me. Shocking. Oh no. Whereas, oh, this person maybe will, maybe won't. Maybe will do worse than kill me. Maybe they'll torture me for a hundred years because the illusory castle of whatever is outside of the space-time continuum. But it doesn't feel like it, but it does feel like it, but it doesn't feel like it. Because it's it's outside the space-time continuum, so you don't really know what time feels like. It's just the constant torture because it's all just for Kevin's amusement anyway. So, like... I forgot that we were calling his house the, the castle of whatever, so when you said the castle of whatever is outside the space-time continuum, I can figure out what you're talking about. Congrats. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Like, what are you saying? I was part of the whole whatever castle thing. Yeah, why'd you forget it? Because welcome to the podcast. (laughs) This is Nick. Look, all I'm saying is... What do you want from Kevin? I don't know. To fall in love? Is that what you want? Find a nice nice girl. Fall in love with the pigeon lady. And settle down, have a couple kids of his own, and raise them to be useful parts of society, and then... To um, take his wife and and retire to a little Castle con- of country home in the in the woods, kind of, and then they go on vacation to Spain, and and just this freak turn of events, his wife dies, and he gets really upset about it, and returns back to his home in the woods, but just feels kind of out of place at this home, and doesn't really know how to handle the fact that now he's alone in this world, or he feels alone, even though his kids still love him, and. And there are friends out there that are still looking for him on Facebook and stuff. And Nick, this isn't... And Kevin is, is, is from the movie Home Alone, not the movie 
the American dream, the American movie. This isn't the this isn't trying to re- reproduce your image of your dream life. And so he sells his home in the <laughs> woods and moves back into the city and gets a job as a doorman at uh, funnily enough that that the hotel that he was staying at in New York and Oh, you moved he, on from he's, Kevin. He spent some time just He's just describing the the just, life of the concierge. Just living. <laughs> and then this kid shows up. New York, and then he, I mean, I would say he dies, but he's a freaking demigod. He's not going anywhere. Motherfucker then turns into a ninja assassin, all right? Goes into space, becomes the first space pirate. You feel me? He's a ninja assassin. He is a ninja assassin, space pirate. Space pirate? Space pirate. This is popular apocrypha, and if that's what we want to do, that's what we're going to do. Cut your off guard, huh? No, not really. Motherfucker, you did not you, see the you space went ninja from, pirate coming out. That's true. I just knew that you were gonna be doing something, doing a Nick thing. <laughs> oh no, here comes Nick doing his Nick-like things. Well, you went from talking about we went from we went from talking about Kevin to I was you talking also about talking about. Kevin. No, you were talking about the life of the concierge. No, no, all no, of a sudden. no, I was talking about Kevin. Uh, yeah, okay. And Look. then you went back to talking about <laughs> he goes to New York, Kevin, space York pirate now. ninja, whatever. Space ninja first space pirate. Ninja assassin pirate. I like what we've done to Kevin, aside from whatever Nick just did. Look, I it was a great end of life story. He's not going to have an end of life. Exactly. I think Kevin does die. It just takes him a long time to age. Uh, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like Imp Kevin. Well, he kind of likes you. Oh, hey, buddy. To be in his whatever castle. You fist bump. So the Home Alone movies are always portrayed more or less from Kevin's perspective. He's the protagonist, right? But Kevin has an older brother named Buzz. So what if Buzz is the opposite sort of Kevin? And Buzz is always trying to put a damper on Kevin's mischievous shenanigans. What if Buzz also has the ca- the power to make castles or whatever, but he just flat out kills people? Oh, dang. I mean, that's why he's like he's abusive and violent, right? No. That's predictable. Not when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Other dads said we can't do that. Okay, but then, like, people would notice that that was happening. Like, people would notice, oh, these people are gone, and they're just missing and gone. I disagree. And Um, there's a locus around, like, there's, like, a radius around this house that this keeps happening in. And, like, it, it, it could take a long time. But, like... I mean, we Eventually, are, we are, somebody would probably make the, the connection. There was a man or who, maybe not. who turned his whole apartment building into a death maze. How do you know that? Because we found out after he died. But it got found out. Are you talking about... After he died! Are you talking about the devil in the white city? Is that what you're talking about? I don't... H.H. Holmes? I don't know. Because that was, like, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, back when... There weren't public records or any real thing to keep the track of people. Yeah. Home Alone happens in the 90s, the same time. <laughs> Man, back um, in the 90s, they didn't I have mean, any records. We don't necessarily have to talk a whole bunch about Buzz because he's Man, not really the character. The most technologically advanced thing they had in the 90s was reading Rainbow with Jordy LaFord. But he's also got powers. We just don't have to describe him. Sliced bread and stuff like that. Talking about advances in the 90s. I'm literally getting a headache. <laughs> so. Look, Kevin is, he's not a likable character. Correct. Right. And well, it. And uh, if are you talking about our new Kevin or no, the old Kevin? No, old Kevin. At certain moments in the film, he is though, like with the neighbor or with the pigeon lady. That's when they make him into a 
oh, I, I've been thinking, I've been blaming my family for all my life's troubles. And, oh, it's, it's really things out of their control or like, oh, it's, I really, it's, it's worth being with them anyway, or, oh, I miss them or whatever. And it's like, uh, uh, gross and the uh, ushy gushy and stuff. And then he's relatable to the American public. No. And that's when, that's when he's that, that version, the, the likable version. I'm not saying you have to like that. I'm saying that's what I don't. Many people enjoy for the same Christmas reason. Film. I didn't like Wade Watts because you're supposed to relate to his pain, but you don't. So what is Kevin's pain? Kevin's pain. Yeah, that he's got a family. His pain and, is and his he, family, and he hates them. He hates his dad Loki because Loki has all these other bastard children. Well, he's got Namely, lots of horses. <laughs> all of my horse children will inherit my land before you. Why does she sound like this? I don't know. I no idea. Literally no idea. You told me I had to do it like that. No, I didn't. Yes, it is. It's right here in the script. <laughs> wow, bringing that bit back around. No, stupid, <laughs> stupid bit. All right. Um, so what is Kevin's pain? Because what I was going for was that his older brother was the cause of his pain, right? Because that's kind of what the original movies start out as. There's uh, like... There's a fight between him and his brother where his brother like intentionally like eats Kevin's cheese pizza or something, something dumb in a name like that. And then in the second one, much more like serious and uh, at least to to a kid, I think, is that uh, Kevin has like a solo in the school Christmas pageant. And then like during it, like his brother like interrupts and like causes him to like flub his pageant like solo. And I mean, and that uh, like ruins the pageant because he gets like angry and stuff and so the whole thing's ruined. So I was thinking that Buzz would be the cause of all of his like pain, I mean, all of his trouble. Keep uh, keep Buzz the cause of his pain. But how? But make Buzz uh completely human, whereas Kevin is the demigod. But because they're related by blood, Kevin can never seek revenge and get him in the castle. Because he can't attack his own blood. I'd also like to think that their mom knows that like this is Loki. Like she's aware. Like she knows what's happening. Yeah, dude. I'm and, I'm I'm banging a god. He's kind of a weird god and he pranks god people a, a lot. Um but and, he's a god. And therefore she also knows that Kevin is a demigod and that you keep doing this eyebrow thing, I don't like it. And that Kevin's older brother, which is an odd dichotomy compared to like normal, you know, like older brother, more powerful, the older brother's demigod. But this one younger brother's the demigod, older brother's fully human. Half brother. Oh, and that would cause tension, probably. Yep. Or it could cause tension, I should yep. say. But they're still related enough by blood that yep. he cannot attack. Like, he is incapable? Or his mom has, like, commanded no, him No, he not is to. incapable of attacking his own blood. It's like a fail-safe. Okay. I'm, and I'm even, if, even if he's half-brother, like, perhaps his brother knows that Kevin is a demigod and he can't be attacked, so he, like, lords it over yes. him and, then, like, attacks him yes. and beats up on him. and There's his pain. Yep. And this is my pain. And his mother his mother like in in a way favors the older brother in those sorts of situations because she knows that like he's just just a regular human. He doesn't have any powers or anything that's going to protect him. Yeah. So what a loser. So Buzz has to be protected by being given more allowances and like more freedom. And taken on trips. Yeah, and yeah, actually taken <laughs> and on And not trips. forgotten. Yeah, fun fact, Home Alone, actually purposely forgotten by the family. Yeah, we just want to get Yikes. away from him. Jeez. Yeah, if I had a kid that annoying, I'd forget no, him he's, too. He's just the house guard dog. He's just there to protect Ooh. the house. <laughs> Castle, whatever. <laughs> yep. 
Well, except in Lost in New York, that's not the case. So that doesn't really work. But I think that um, Kevin also hurts inside because he has a hard time getting close to people. Are you just trying to make Kevin a reflection his, of yourself? Dude, yes. Yeah, which is why Kevin is a cool space pirate. <laughs> Coincidentally. I don't think so. I, too, am a cool space pirate ninja man. I made a promise with a buddy of mine one time that as soon as the Space Corps opens, we will go join the Space Corps and then commandeer a ship and leave and become <laughs> the world's first space pirates. <laughs> Careful. If Donald Trump listens to this podcast, he might hire you right on the spot just to do that. <laughs> Donald Trump. If you are listening to this podcast, I enjoyed your role in Home Alone 2. Please make me leader of your space corps, and I will kill all the space aliens and not become a pirate, I promise. <laughs> My fingers are crossed the whole time, boys. <laughs> the beauty of a audio medium. Yeah, they can't see that I have my fingers crossed. They can't hear it either. You can't hear me crossing my fingers. Maybe I'm crossing my fingers right now. You don't know. All you hear is... What was that noise? Oh, that's right. You can't hear it because of the audio medium. Um, is there anything else to Kevin that you think we should change? Anything? I mean, I it, it still needs to be Macaulay Culkin. So his appearance, it does? I don't think. Uh, cha. Um, so I don't think his appearance would change terribly much, except maybe his age. Do we want him to be older? Nah, same age. Okay. I do want him to sometimes, though, when the uh, when the robbers see him, like just for a split second, if, it, if it's still doing it in the movie, what they'll do is they'll splice in a split second frame whenever, like sometimes when the robbers see Kevin, where there's just this like crazy demonic face. Ooh, like that. I but like, that. like it's so fast that the audience also sees it, but they're like, uh, well, well, I mean, that's if weird. It's, if it's it a would, single frame, it would, the subconscious would probably register it, but the conscious mind probably would. It would, it would give you a sense of unease around yeah. Kevin, but it wouldn't like, you wouldn't see it. It would make the audience dislike the protagonist more, but that's about you would, it. You would have to have more than just a single frame. To get anything other I mean, than like what uh, I'm picturing is like split second, so, where but more than a frame. enough for you to consciously recognize it, but also kind of doubt that you saw it. So like a, a third to a quarter of a second, right? Like, did I? That's like maybe four, fifteen five frames. Were were my eyes kind of blurry? You probably do it in about five frames. Probably, I don't, I don't know. If five frames is if, long if enough. If you still you want to, to have the ability to doubt, yeah, it, wanted, it makes it tough. I want it to kind of doubt. Doing that, I mean, it's it's hard. So maybe seven. You might need that. Press X to doubt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my little brother does film, so I should probably ask him how yeah. many frames it would take. Hey, little brother. Let me lift, whisper in your ear. Hey, little mama, let me whisper. Tell you something that you might like to hear. Blah, 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 blah. You how got a frames? sexy body. Stop. And your Stop. looks soft. Stop. Mind if I touch it and see if it's soft. <laughs> is that really the lyrics? That's no. The, that's how the song goes. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Then what is it? I oh, wouldn't know. God. You can't say it because you don't know. Boy does. I like Kevin. Nothing else. No more. I, I don't. I don't think he needs any more like abilities or anything. Anything else about his family, like his relationship with his dad, Loki? Does his dad like distance himself from his kid? Well, because you know most of the Norse gods just do that. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I, I feel like his mom is usually the one that tries to reunite him whenever they leave and like forget in the, him. In the original films, that's true. Yeah, his dad's just kind of like, oh, it's like oh. Okay. I think his current dad is his stepdad. So Pete is not actually, and that the half brother, the half brotherness. So it's uh, Pete and Kathy are yeah. Buzz's parents, mm-hmm. and Kathy and Loki are Kevin's parents. Correct. Uh, Easy workaround. Uh, Pete and Kathy were going strong, um, but weren't married yet, and they had Buzz. 
Um, Pete leaves for a little while because they don't think they can make it work. Kathy gets with Loki and has another kid, and then Pete comes back into the picture post-Loki, um, and he's got his life back on track and decides that he actually wants to be part of his son's life and that he'll also take care of the other kid. Kind of like Forrest Gump? Yeah, kind of like that. <clears throat> but with less buttock shooting. No, I mean, we can still shoot people in the butt. Well, Kevin does. Yeah, fair. So, more butt shooting. Things. I want us to shoot people in the butt. Though. No. Can we put ourselves in this one? No. No. Maybe we'll just However, stand outside and watch and then occasionally shoot some butts. That would be a good what? appendice episode. Put ourselves in the world? No, talking about authors who put themselves in their own works mm. as characters. Good idea. M. Night Shyamalan. Stanley. Well, he also puts his kids yeah. in there, too. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Kiss my... What? what friends for me up there, buddy? All right, well that's gonna wrap it for the episode. I'm sorry, are you the host? No, so shut. So that's gonna wrap it for this episode. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Yeah. Talk about predictable. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Popular Apocrypha. Um, we hope that you like our version of Kevin McAllister. Um, again, if you want more um, of, of uh, Macaulay Culkin, feel free to check out Bunny Ears, BunnyEars.com, or Bunny Ears Podcast on. Uh, iTunes, etc. Um, we are also on iTunes, etc. We're also on Spotify and any other platform. If you find a platform we're not on, tweet at us or comment on a post on Instagram to let us know, and we'll make it happen. Because um, I, I, I think we're on everything, but maybe not. Uh, you can find us on our social media to do that um, by looking for Pop Apoc Podcast. That's at P O P A P O C Podcast. You can also find uh, more information about us, our previous episodes, uh, the pit of characters that we draw from frequently. Um, if you have any suggestions for characters that you'd like to see us talk about or hear us talk about, rather, uh, please let us know. We're always, uh, whether they're you know really obscure characters, whether they're uh, from a given genre, whether they're um, really popular characters, please, anything, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear, and we will make that happen. We'll line that up and make it, make it happen. Um, so you can find all of that at uh, popapoc.com uh, is our website where you can find all that information, how to contact us, etc. Uh, or you can just shoot us an email at popularapocrypha at gmail.com. Um, thank you again so much for joining us. Remember to uh, check, check out our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash popapoc. And um, uh, we will see you in the next one. Deuces. Traces. Bye. This is Kevin signing off. You need it like I need to be called daddy.